I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's an unreal It's Kyrie Reed! He scored! He scored for Arsenal in the Panabow! Hello and welcome to the Football Drop podcast. Uh, with me this week, as always, is Will. Hello. How's it going, mate? I'm good. How are you? This is weird. It is weird. This is this is our first episode now where we are actually together. Thank you, Boris. We're actually allowed to meet each other outside. Uh, it's a bit cold, so apologies if you do hear the wind going through the microphone. But we are here. We're in the garden. Chattering teeth going. Weather's nice. Clocks have gone forward. So hopefully with the sun will be out for a little bit longer, but maybe not. Fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed. How's it going, mate? You all right? How's your week been? Yeah, very good. Very good. Very. Uh, I say, very and steady. I say the week. Oh, let's just clarify the week. The last seven days. The last actual seven days. How has that been? Yeah, it's been good. I, I, sh- I wasn't actually going to rip you this week, but <laughs> yeah, thanks for bringing that up again. Uh, yeah, it's been all right, mate. Not too busy. Just, just plodding along. Got one more week left of freedom. Uh, and then back to work next Tuesday. Cannot wait. One more week on furlough and then that's it. Back to real life. Buzzing for it. Honestly, cannot wait, mate. Cannot wait. What about you? What have you been up to? Yeah, mate. Yeah, not bad. Um, I've just been sort of packing up my stuff, really. So, I don't know if we've spoken about it before, but moving house. So, next Friday is the big move. Oh, you got your date then, have Got my date, yeah. So, we've uh, we've now exchanged mm-hmm. completion on the Friday, next week, the 9th. So that's good. So I was just packing up. Got a bit of a random thing today, to be honest, that, that I was thinking about. Oh, yeah. A bit, of a, bit of a sort of thought process that goes through my head. I don't know what you think about this. Where, where do you draw the line about what you put in a box? What, in a moving box? Yeah. So like in the bathroom, <laughs> got the bin. Where the, do I no, box out just, or do I just carry that on? No, I just carry that on, mate. But where do you draw the line? <laughs> I think anything that's... I don't know. The way I did it when I moved in here was... Anything that was awkward to carry, I'll whack in the box. If it's not awkward to carry or put in the car or whatever, then I'll just whack it in the car. But anything that's going to make it easier, then just whack it in the box. Yeah, see, it caused me some dilemmas today. You can imagine me stood there looking at this bin like, 
but put it in a box. Or oh, it's looking like full. No, no, just a little, foot, little bathroom, little pedestal, bin. little pedestal bin. Yeah, just whack it in the back of the car, mate. In the back of the car, I've got a van coming, mate. Yeah, but I'll just whack that in a car or in a bag, like a black bag or something. Yeah, see? Do you see the predicament, though? You Not can really, understand no. it, can't you? you can I can't believe we spoke for about a minute about a fucking bin. <laughs> so I'm sure the listeners <laughs> are loving it. <laughs> this, this, is, this is the content that they want, mate. And then, and then, yeah, and then, so, because I had an initial move of last Friday, I, I, I sorted the sky out, that was the first thing I fucking did, sorted the sky out, sorted the broadband out, and then today, oh, they cut the broadband off, so they hadn't changed, they changed everything over to, to next Friday, but they hadn't changed the cut-off date for the oh, broadband. Oh, your current place? Yes, they cut it off, so I've got no oh, broadband, shit. so I rung them up. And uh, he's like, no, sorry, there's nothing we can do about it because it's cut off. We'll have to get open reach out. They're not working because of Easter. They're fully booked. So we ain't going to be able to get it put back on until basically once you've moved. I was like, so I've got no internet. I said, I work for the NHS. I've got, I've got the working from home, obviously, in the current climate. Yeah. What, what do you expect me to do? He's like, I'll give you 40 quid off so you can go and get a dongle. Cheers, quid off. Cheers, guy. Thanks very much. Great service there. I spent that slap in the face. It is, yeah, yeah. You can't, you, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to complain really. I suppose, but I am. Um, Obviously. And then I was thinking, you know, that that has a knock-on effect for childcare because I've got to get, I've got to work from the office now because I can't work from home. And then what about uh, childcare? Well, and I've got to go and get my little boy and all this. And I was just thinking, these these are proper first world problems, aren't they? But they're like new first world problems that you wouldn't have had a year ago. The new era, the post COVID, well, current COVID era. Yeah, so it's just a bit, it's just a bit weird when you've got all these new challenges. And I was just sort of thinking whether we could get a little bit on Facebook or something, get the listeners having a little chat to tell us if they've got any challenges coming up or like that they've had from the new first world issues. See yeah, if we yeah. Can if, get... if you've got anything, uh, obviously message us, Facebook at football.podcast. Uh, obviously, or, or on Insta, uh, we have got the Twitter up as well now as well. At drop as well football. Now as well. At drop football. Should we talk about YouTube as well, mate? YouTube. Well, I've got it on my list actually to talk later. So, Will has finally cracked it. I believe is that right? Hallelujah! Only three weeks in, mate, and you finally got there. We got the third episode up. I couldn't be asked with the others, so they're just staying off. No, I'll get them uploaded once. Oh, I thought you'd done the first and second ones. No, nah, mate, got the got last week's oh, one, okay. and that's it. That's it. Because it's a nightmare. So it's it's a question I actually did want to throw out to the listeners as well. Do you prefer listening to a podcast in one part, or do you prefer listening to it in a two part thing, like an intermission when you're at the cinema watching like a three three and a half hour long film? Sometimes you need a break. So if it's like two 25, 28 minute parts. Sometimes it's nice to have a break. Is that what your your sort of thinking was behind uploading it that way? It works better, <laughs> and also I challenge you to try and upload it in one part when it records in two segments. Okay. Because you need to find a decent program, which is what I said, Jay. I need to research the program. Yeah. I found one that did it, did it in two parts. Didn't know it was going to do that until it had done it. But hey, you've had three weeks. <laughs> yeah, but I only really tried it. This week. <laughs> <laughs> so you've all heard it there first. You have heard it there first. Will has lied to everyone. He hasn't been doing it for the last two weeks, or three weeks, sorry. He's done it for the last three, four days. And I, I know that because I keep getting emails popping up. So this random app has now had access to your Google account. Yeah. So, yeah. Well done, mate. Thank I'm you. glad you got there. 
Thank you. So, yeah, we will have another two parts up uh, tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening on YouTube. Well, let's not make any, let's not make any rash <laughs> things there, mate. Let's, let's not make any statements. We'll, uh, we'll have it up at some point. Nothing like a bit of uh, regularity for listeners. We don't need no pressure, mate. There's no it. pressure here. We're laid back. It's a laid back <laughs> podcast. We don't need to worry about timings and stuff like that. Oh, dear. Right. Shall we move on then? The internationals. The internationals. Yes. The most boring week, week and a half of the football calendar yeah. that comes through. It might be a bit of a slim, slim pickings on this one, but I think... From our discussions over the weekend, our main focus was the San Marino game and Jesse Lingard, wasn't it, really? That's where we sort of clashed, I think, this week. Yeah, we did. I mean, where do we start? Start with the result, 5-0. Was you happy with that, first and foremost? Nah, not really. We should have We should have got more. Yeah, it should have been at least seven or eight. And I yeah. think a lot of that ties into Lingard's performance. Lingard's performance was quality. So this is where we clash. So, <laughs> yes, I'm not taking it away from him. He did have a pretty good game. But having, I think it was nine shots, five on target. Now, the keeper made some absolutely class saves. Now, I can't take that away from him, and that's what you said as well. But do you not think the amount of shots he had, most of them are pretty, pretty tame, pretty weak shots. He should have been scoring more. He was desperate to score, desperate to show off. Say, so, oh, look at me, I'm back in the team, back in England, yeah, I'm firing, I can score goals. They do. No, he didn't. But he got himself into those positions. He got an assist. He sort of bossed that, that midfield quite well, was getting into all the good positions. But San Marino. He bossed San Marino. Yeah. But we're not, so we're not talking about the opposition, we're talking about the individual performance. But he didn't boss the midfield. Well, Mason did. Mount was on 45 minutes and pissed over everyone else. On that pitch in 45 minutes but we was talking about Lingard now you're bringing another player yeah, into it you said he bossed the midfield but Mason Mount was in midfield and pissed all over Jesse Lingard how can he piss over his own teammate because you've just said he bossed the midfield like as in the mid that his area where he was in the midfield right playing forward coming right forward, okay he bossed it he played really really well he got himself into some good positions made some good okay. passes got a, got the assist Set himself up for five shots, really. He got into those positions where he should, could get the goals. His shooting let him down, definitely. Can't, no one can argue with that. Yeah, OK. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. He did, from the midfield, sort of attacking midfield threat, yeah, he did do well. He did get an assist. But I still think the quality that he supposedly has, and we have seen it for West Ham in the last sort of few weeks or you know month or two, that he has got that quality. But he, I still feel he, as well as the rest of the team, should be doing better against San Marino. Yeah, agree. You know, 5-0. I've watched Germany a few years ago beat them 7 or 8-0 or something like that, or maybe 10-0. I think Netherlands beat them 8-0 or 9-0 before. And all we seem to do is, is a 5-0. And I know it sounds terrible, but they are the worst team in the world. In the world, yeah. Yes, they and they play, they play basically like a 5-5-0. I get that, but we should still be better than that. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. I think I think their performances have improved though over the last sort of year or two. They, they, I mean, what San Marino? Yeah, yeah. So they got they got a nil nil at Lithuania, didn't they? Yeah, they were coming into red hot form. They, they? They, so you know they were they were on sparkling form uh, coming into the game, full of confidence, especially from you know some of the Italian Serie uh, C games that they'd all they've obviously been playing <laughs> their players and the you know the 
the car dealer. He got a good deal on one of the cars that week. <laughs> so they were buzzing. But no, we should have we should have smashed them. We should have we should have got into double figures really with the team that we had out. It wasn't the first team I don't think that was that's going to go to the championships. But yeah, I think it was still a very good team. Should have got double figures. Yeah, I agree. I think the the team that played in the first forty five minutes. Obviously, I understand changing the team for the, the next game. Obviously, three to up at half time. It's San Marino. You know you're going to win. But I do understand kind of giving other players a run out. But Reese James, I thought did play really well. Brought him on mm-hmm. for forty five minutes. I kind of get it. Um, again, Mason Mount touched it. I thought he was very good. I do sort of understand the hype a bit more watching that. But again, you kind of take up the pinch of salt at San Marino. Um, Sterling. I think he did all right, but he was similar to Lingard. He was desperate to get a goal. I mean, he did get it, and it was a decent enough finish. Uh, come off a rebound, I believe, as well. But mm, you're right. I think we could we could have and should have had a lot more goals had we kept a, a, a sort of regular team throughout. Maybe like one change at half-time, one change at sort of 60 minutes, maybe two at sort of 70-75. But it's paid off for him. Obviously, we, we won that game 5-0. And then rolled over Albania two 0 Yeah, that was a good game as well. That, that there was a few more of the sort of what you what you'd call the first team. Yeah, Kane um, was back, wasn't it? Good goal from Harry Kane. I think that done him some good because he's he's been a sort of bit hit and miss any for England recently. Yeah, I, I I think it was Sky Sports said it this morning actually that it's his first goal for England since twenty nineteen. Yeah. Obviously, you take that with a pinch of salt because twenty twenty was a write off. Mm. But that's still quite surprising. He's still playing in, I think, two, three, four games or something. Yeah, yeah. He, I think it was, I think it was his first time in five games, if I remember rightly. Um, so yeah, he definitely can do better. Should be doing better. So that goal hopefully will give him a bit of confidence for England. Anyway, we don't, we're not too bothered about his Premier League team, but no. for England, obviously, we want him to be be firing on all cylinders, and hopefully, he can take that into the uh, to the European Championships in the summer. I thought Ward Prowse as well. Was really good again. I know it was only San Marino again. We can keep saying that, but he, I thought he was really good against San Marino. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously he's known as a dead ball specialist anyway. But that free kick was as close as I've ever seen a goal. I think near enough. Yeah, um, he did well in midfield. I think throughout his corners were were pretty good as well. I think that's what England needs, especially for Kane. Mm. You know, he can head a ball in the back of the net. You got John Stones, who's quite tall. Yeah. You got obviously Maguire as well, who generally starts most games. Uh, when they when they are that tall, it's going to be perfect for the Euros, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so yes, yeah, so sorry. The the Albania game, I think, I think again we could have we played a lot better than the scoreline showed. Should have should have scored a few more. So Kane hit the crossbow uh, crossbar as well, didn't he? Yeah, Harry Kane did. Yeah, the goal from Mason Mount was really good. It, again, it was a bit of for, bit fortunate uh, that we won the ball back. And Harry Kane played the ball in, but he opened his body up nicely and hit that into the top corner. Yeah, it's lovely um, finish. Yeah, lovely Henri esque. I thought. I thought that was a bit Henri esque. Yeah, um, I see it. <clears throat> but yeah, overall, two good results. I think Poland would have been a good test of where we're going to go, but obviously the news the, today that Lewandowski's out, I think that's the real threat in it with Poland. Yeah, I think from an England perspective. What a relief that is that he's injured. I know it's only for 10 days and you don't, I mean, don't get me wrong, you don't want to wish a player injury at all. Uh, unless it's a Spurs player. Um, <laughs> but generally, you don't want to wish a player an injury at all. But the fact that 
he is off for 10 days, gone back to Germany for treatment and stuff. Happy days, way I do it. You got a good chance of, of getting a win. You know, I know they've got a few good players. You've got Blaszczykowski in midfield. You've got obviously Chesney generally starts for them. You know, he is a good goalie no matter what. You know, he, he sort of flops a bit really for Arsenal. But then went to Roma, did well, and then obviously he's he's at Juventus and he starts first every team, game now. Yeah, first team of Juve. Yeah, no, he's um the, the team's gonna be good. They're gonna be a lot tougher than Albania and definitely San Marino. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what sort of team he puts out. What 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 do you think on that? Who do you think starts? I think Harry Kane starts, doesn't he, on the up front? Yeah, I think a lot of it will be probably most of the team that starts the Albania game. Mm. Sterling will start. Um, yeah, you'd expect Sterling to start. Mm-hmm. I think Saka, if he's got over his injury, might get a start. Is he not? Has he got? Has he gone home? Is he I don't know. I have missed it. I, I might have missed it. I know he had a hamstring strain. I don't know whether he was being risked or not. I know he stayed with the squad. Oh, did he stay with the squad? He was. Well, I know for the first two games he was still there. But I don't know whether he has been sent home now. Maybe it's not worth the risk. I'm not sure. You wouldn't have to look up. Not for, not for Saka. Hmm? Not for Saka. I wouldn't have thought. I thought he would go. Back what, to yeah, you think so? Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Then again, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'd expect Pope to start again. I think he's done well. Well, he hasn't had a ball to save, really, is well, he? Well, no, I think I saw something earlier. So he's had six clean sheets in the six games he started. Um, he's only faced like eight or nine shots or something on him. So, but I suppose that's a, a true test at times, isn't it? Oh, to yeah. actually be alert for the whole 90 minutes. And uh, and actually make a save when when called upon. Yeah, completely. You know, De Gea did it for United for a number of years before he, he sort of dropped his form. Obviously, Van der Sar, Czech did it for Chelsea. Now they've faced very few shots with a, a decent defence. Um, but yeah, I suppose on the the goalie front, what's your sort of thoughts for who should be starting for the Euros? Then? Obviously, Pickford has for a number of years, I suppose, been number one. Yeah, but no sign of him at the moment. Um, yeah, so I think that Pickford, he's, he's sort of dropped his um, dropped his form at Everton, hasn't he? He's not been too good for for England either. Pope seems to be the the number one choice, and he's he seems to be doing all right, although he hasn't really had much of a test. Um, I don't think Henderson will will get a game. I think it will be between Pope and Pickford. So. I, think, I suppose Pickford's not been picked in his squad yet, though. No, that's what I mean, yeah. So, so think, do you think he's going to come back and then you still think he's going to be viable for number one spot come, you know, sort of June time? Because that's a that's a bit of a kick in the teeth for, for Henderson, isn't it? He's come in as, essentially, come in as number two. Sam Johnson, I think he's he's on the fringes for, there's all sort of that on the under-23s, I guess, really. Yeah, I, th- I think it, I think you've got to look at the experience which which Pickford's got, and we're going to need some of that, especially in the dressing room. So I think he'll go for pick. He'll have Pickford and Pope. I think Henderson will be there. Will be in the in the squad, but I don't think he'll be number two. I think Pickford will probably be number two, and Pope will be number one. You still think Pope will be number one then? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think. Okay. <clears throat> I think, but based on form and Pickford's lack of form, mm. Pope just edges it. Yeah, I, suppose, I, I completely agree with you. I completely and, and agree. I think we'll see it at Poland. I say at Poland against Poland at Wembley. Yeah, I think we'll see a little bit more of Pope being tested, uh, and then we can sort of really see what he's about. Yeah, I, I mean, part of me hopes so. 
Um, because it will be nice to see it. But I mean, we see what he's like in the Premier League, week in, week out. You know, he's he's pretty reliable. Mm. I think he's got, I think it's eight or nine clean sheets this season, which is not exactly uh, anything to, to sort of laugh about. So he's doing well. Um, but yeah, I suppose it's always difficult on an international stage. Put him in the England jersey, isn't you? It's, it's yeah, I mean, thing. it's been a bit of a poison challenge for a number of years, isn't it? You know, yeah, Joe Hart, he thought he was going to be number one for sort of 10, 15 years like Seaman was. But he sort of fell from grace a few errors in the World Cup before mm. and, you know, fallen off a cliff, really, in recent seasons, isn't he? Yeah, was he number three at Spurs, I think, at the moment? Yeah, I think, yeah, he is number three, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, of course he is. Fighting for a number two, that's shocking. It's a bit of a fall from grace, but what can you do, eh? What can you do? Yeah, so so that, that's that's my opinion on that. I think um, the goalkeeping is the goalkeeper position is the most sort of contentious position and is up for grabs, and any one of them can just put in great performances yeah. through the rest of the season and, and get picked over the other. But I think Gareth Southgate's that's the area that he's going to be focusing on and he's going to be attending a lot more of those games to to, to see what they're doing, what they're up to, what they're what they're looking like. Yeah, completely. I think there is at the moment quite a few positions up for grabs. I mean, the emergence of Luke Shaw again. Oh, well, bear in mind he is still only I think twenty four or so, twenty five. He's been so really he's still good this young. season, hasn't he? As well, he, oh he's yeah, been he's been player. absolutely on fire. Obviously, he started against Albania uh, yesterday, so I think he had a, a fairly decent game running up and down. You know, he's, he's putting the tackles and stuff, and he's he sort of makes himself available. And I think that I think left back could still be up for grabs. I think right back is a hundred percent up for grabs. Depends on what formation he plays because you still got Trent to potentially come back. He could hit form with with Liverpool, and all of a sudden he's back in contention properly as as number one right back. But then you have Kyle Walker. Walker. Exactly, it's it's so hard to choose. But you do need to not world class. I don't think Trent's world class, and I mean Walker probably he's up there. He's always um, on form, isn't he? At the minute, especially oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's actually on fire. I say in the city. But I think you do, you still need two people really competing for that because there's so many games come thick and fast. You you need two two teams. The other lad, Rhys James. Rhys James made a massive claim for himself. He's had a really good season uh, for Chelsea. Obviously, emerging from that, his crossing has improved mm. drastically, but like noticeably drastically over the last few weeks as well. Yeah, I mean those balls that you're putting in in the first half against San Marino. Again, I like San Marino, but you still got to get it in the box. Yeah, of course. You've got to get it in there. And uh, Calvert-Lewin got a couple of taps on it and stuff. So Yeah, the accuracy's there. I think Carl Walker edges it, for me, over the, the both of them, based on his uh, performances and also his speed and his crossing as well, I think. Yeah, I think he's, he's a more rounded player. And also, he's got experience of playing in these big tournaments. Yeah. And he's, he's won near enough everything with City over the last few seasons. So he, he is used to that. Um, but I think a, a sort of second right back is definitely up for grabs. But again, it depends on what formation Southgate plays. He mm-hmm. plays three at the back. Walker tends to tuck inside as the, the right side and centre back. Yeah, true. Which then keeps that open for Breach James or Trent, who potentially probably better suited as a right wing back position, I think, personally, anyway. But I don't think he'll go three at the back. I think they spoke about it in the commentary against Albania. But I don't. I don't think. I think they'll stick with the four at the back. Personally, I don't know. I it's mean, working well. I know it's it seems to. I prefer. I don't. I don't like three at the back personally. No. I prefer those two centre backs and the two full backs that push up. Well, that's what we said. That's that. You know, without means bang about Arsenal. But that's what we've been saying. 
Arsenal were three at the back, weren't they, with the wing backs? Yeah. And then we were sort of going, no, no, but and now they're playing four at the back, and it's working well. Same, same with England as well. Yeah, I think there's so many sort of tactical tweaks that all these managers have sort of invented over the last, you know, sort of 15, 20 years or so, that going back to the traditional ways of playing probably actually helps a lot of teams now because mm. you, you do cover the bases, and if you've got those sort of more technically gifted players, and they can change from a sort of CDM role to a central midfielder role or a box-to-box midfielder or something like that. If they've got the legs for it, if they're like a Kante player, they can play as a CDM and then run forward into the box. Yeah. So depending on what coach, if you've got Pep Guardiola, most of your players can, can play anywhere, really. Yeah. So true. you've got a lot more flexibility in, in your sort of uh, formations. I think that's what Southgate's tried to do over the last kind of 12, 18 months. Obviously, you know, not counting 2020. So I think it'll be interesting. We've definitely got a good team there. Definitely got a good 100%, squad. 100%. Would you reckon, would you reckon of our chances in the, uh, the Euros? I'd like to think semis at least. I think we should. The team is good enough to get to the semi-finals, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I, I think, think the so. team is good enough to win it. Yeah, I mean, we're typical England fans here, aren't we? We're going to win the World Cup. It's coming home, blah, blah, blah. It could be. We don't turn up. We just don't turn up at the big tournaments. We need Harry Kane to lead. Uh, he can't be injured. If he's injured, don't bring him. Yeah. You know, he's injured in the World Cup, wasn't he? And yeah. he, you could tell he just didn't fire at all. He wasn't firing any cylinders whatsoever. We still made to the semi, though. Yeah, but he still didn't... And the best we've done since what? Was that the World Cup mm-hmm. or was that the Euros? No, it was Russia, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you might be right. I'll take that back. I'll take that back. But you still need your star strikers yeah. banging in the goals. But I think the emergence of Calvert-Lewin this season is great for us. It's a bit of depth. And I think he can do He's good. Yeah, most yeah, things yeah. that Harry Kane do, apart from hold the ball up. But yeah. he's more of a fox-in-the-box kind of player. I, I wouldn't put him on any level with Harry Kane. And that oh, no. Say, I think he's but... a different... He's a similar player, but he does offer something slightly different as well. I think you could potentially play a different style of game with him. You know, he can he can still head the ball in. You know, he still jumps high enough. He's he's slightly better with his feet. Not actually scoring, mm. but I think actually sort of controlling he's probably slightly better. But Harry Kane, he can almost guarantee he's going to score. Yeah. You know, if you give him two, three chances, he'll bang in at he least will. one. He will, yeah, he will, he will get that. Yeah, so, it, it's going to be interesting, I think. And we've got a couple of couple more games coming up, haven't we, just to see... What what's going to happen before the Euros start? So that that will be interesting to see. What you know, he's, Gareth Southgate's going to obviously start making decisions and giving us a bit of a clue on who's who's going to be playing where and yeah, and what sort of formation he's going to be looking at. So it's, I think it's exciting times to come. I think we'll qualify for the the World Cup anyway in twenty two. Yeah, I don't see. You know, it'd be baffling if we don't. You know, we always seem to do well in qualifiers. Well, except for the Wally with the Broly, wasn't he? Oh, Steve McLaren. Yeah, let's not talk about him. Absolutely. Yeah. What a bell end. Yeah. What a bell And he's on Sky Sports sometimes at the moment. Oh, if you listen to him, he just he still sounds like an absolute knobby. No, I can't say I, just, I, I can't I just say. cannot stand him. <laughs> I just cannot stand him. But yeah, I mean you, you would hope that we would reach quarter quarters slash semis. Fairly, fairly easy. Um I think the next thing I've got on my list to talk about, going away from England. Is Portugal Ronaldo? Yeah, so it was interesting, wasn't it? Because you sort of you, you look at that, you know, it's the 90th minute, 
<clears throat> like the last kick of the game, they've they've stormed up the other end of the pitch, and they yeah on the counter. He's he's at, he's put the ball in the back of the net, really. Well, it's crossed the line, anyway. Yeah, it's clearly over. Like if, I know it's easy to say with obviously viewing replays and whatever, but the ref should see that. Should surely. see. And why aren't why haven't we got VAR? I don't know. I was I know I texted you about that, didn't I? So it's surely VAR, but it's not in that. It's game not. For some no, no, they're not in the they're not in the qualifying. But but why? We got the technology there. We keep banging on about using the technology. And FIFA are the ones pushing it. And we, we, you know, we've had the debate on how how it's going, how it should be used. <coughs> but why isn't it? Why isn't it being used in these big competitions? And why is thing things like that going going amiss? No idea. No idea at all. Because that's a value. That's a really. That's a big three points for Portugal. It could be a big three points for Portugal. Oh, massive! I mean, that could come towards you know the last two games, last game of of the qualifying campaign, and you know, they could. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. To be two, three points behind and all of a sudden they're out of the running because of a shocking decision. Mm. Um, I get Ronaldo's frustration completely. I, I fully understand and you do feel for him. He does single-handedly carry that Portugal team. Oh, yeah. He's well, yeah, he seem, seems to carry anything. Oh, he does, yeah. But you've got to look at it from the action of what he's done. Throwing, well, essentially, one massive hissy fit. Yeah. Throwing a captain's armband in the middle of the pitch almost and, and storming off down the tunnel. That's got to have ramifications behind that, surely. You'd like to think it's so. It's going to be a fine, possibly a ban. I don't think there'd be a, I don't think there'd be a ban. They, they, couldn't, they couldn't ban him. They'll fine him, I think, or they should fine him. Because, yeah, you, you know, you, you've got kids looking up to him, haven't you? I've got my little... Hey, he's a global superstar, isn't he? Yeah. You know, the amount of endorsements and sponsorships he's got, and uh, he's such a key figure... That everyone will be, you know, scrutinising every like we are now, scrutinising its actions. Yeah. And you know, I, I do understand the the frustration, the pain of that. That you don't you don't throw your captain's armband down. No. There's two ways of looking at it. It's passion, which you want to see. You want to see him passionate and in you know emotional about the decision and the thing that's going against him. Yeah. But you also want to see responsibility from him and and taking that on the chin. You know, showing his frustration, like that's annoying. But right, let's crack on. We've got let's round up the troops. Let's go again on the next game. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. And yeah, hopefully he doesn't. Hopefully the actions aren't too severe. I think that would be unfair and it'd be harsh, especially the circumstances behind the goal. Mm. Um, I think they need to look at themselves, don't they, and look at why we're not using this technology, even goal line technology. Is that not in the, 
is that not in there at the moment? The goal line tech? Obviously not. Well, well, yeah. No, obviously not. It it it's it's not because they would have seen it. Yeah, it's just it, it's just strange. None of the rules seem to be sort of adhered to. They don't seem to be following a trend with any league. No. Uh, it all seems to be sort of one rule for them, another rule for us. Exactly. It just makes no sense at all. No, very, very strange. So moving on then, uh, FA Cup semis, having fans back? Yeah, so that's good news today. So uh, 4,000 to go. Oh, it's not many though, is it? It's, it's something though, isn't it? It's 4,000 more than there has been. At the size of Wembley. Yeah, well, they'll, they'll do it like they did with with the um, game sort of around Christmas time when they, they allowed fans so two back or three in the seats or something. Yeah, so, so it'll be grouped together, not quite closely, but like relatively closely in terms of the stadium. And it'll just be a little bit of atmosphere. It's just something, it's just, it's just a bit of normality, isn't it? Just it's getting there, isn't it? The taste of it. Well, I mean, going to the normality side, I mean, you're here now. I'm here now. It's, it seems weird to actually see your face without... It being picked to be on the screen, mate, to be honest. Yeah, or just my eyes, that one just time. Just your eyes, yeah. Just see the eyes. <laughs> your your out <laughs> so there's no technical glitches either today, which is nice. Um, hopefully it's clear on the mic. We haven't actually checked it. We did do a trial run. We've been talking for about half an hour or so. So we'll probably find we might have to re-record all this. You never know. That's all right. We can do that again. Get yeah, do you remember what we said? Not a clue. Not a clue, mate. <laughs> it just flows. Not a clue. Well, like we got six years. lines of notes. <laughs> We talk for about an hour. <laughs> That's all we need, mate. That's all we need. Pepsi Max and six lines. Pepsi Hang Max. on, that sounds wrong. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we don't, we don't, you know, we, we're not supporting drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. Keep it clean, keep it clean. Yeah. So we're going to go to Ajax next year, though, for our 30th. Or my 30th. For, for our your, 30th. Your 35th, 36th. 30, 33rd. 30, 30, 33rd. Oh, fucking hell. Crikey. Yeah, I might be able to get a discount, OAP discount, might not I? Yeah, mate. Do you need the extra leg room? Because you bad knee or something? From my, knee, from my knee. Oh, mate, that's still sore from the fucking skateboarding accident. <laughs> still dodging. Yeah. Oh, no. Mate, I don't bounce like I used to. Oh, no. I started the Couch to 5K again today. Oh, yeah? How's it going? Uh, yeah, it was good. Really hard. Really hard. It, it wasn't great. What did you do? Uh, just the first one. About 1.5K, if that. Okay. 1.6K. It was very slow. So what, mate? It was basically walking. That's fine. But yeah, so I'm starting that again. So hopefully, I might be able to see Park Run next year. Yeah, of course but you will. I might have a car MOT or Of course something. you will, yeah. You've got to tell a story now, mate. Go on. Oh, I just... So when Will and I used to work together, uh, we were both into the sort of fitness stuff and I was losing a bit of weight. And was it, we were both into the gym, weren't we? Obviously talking to Nate Dog as well. And he was like, right, mate, how's work? Yeah, is it good? Like, yeah, it's good, man. I was trying, yeah, it's really good. And that would kind of be it. I never really knew him. It was always got a bit awkward. How's the train? How training. <laughs> train. No, no, no. He'll be on. We've got to get him on at some point to explain that train story a few weeks back. Um what was oh the park run. So then I also met you, obviously excited getting all all chatty and, and buddy buddy. Uh purely because I had no one else to talk to. So it's just a case of like, well, Cheers, if I fear, let's talk to Cheers, each other. Mate. Yeah, okay. You were the same. Let's not come on. Let's let's not let's not have uh, an argument here, mate. Um, but he's like, oh yeah, do you want to go for a run? And I mean, running's never been a thing that I've enjoyed. I've actually, Is it not? Nah, I've hated it. Oh really? Yeah, no, weird. I know. Like a bit. I know. I know. He looks he looks like a fucking built for running, but like Mo Farah, just 
a little bit more hair. <laughs> Absolutely, he's just pissing himself over here, bless him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Will was always, I'll oh, come to Park Run, you know, be a laugh. It's just a little 5K. Uh, I mean, Park Run, is, it's all free of charge. It's all run by volunteers, which is he's great. Good. He's good. Uh, you obviously get the app and you get your ticket and stuff. So I think it took me about six or seven weeks before I actually registered on the app. And then we, I think it's probably another two, three weeks, I finally said, okay, yeah, I'll go on, go this Saturday. And I just made up an excuse after excuse not to go. I think your car had about four MOTs there. Yeah? <laughs> it's like the most MOT car. Yeah? It's really safe. I don't mind getting in it because I know how safe it is. So, yeah, I just I kept putting it off and putting it off. And uh, I still, to this day, was it three years nearly? Two and a half years? Yeah, nearly and, three um, years coming up. And you've never still, been to a Still apartment. never gone. Still never gone. But you have done a, we've done a couple of five Ks together, to be fair to us. Yeah, we did do a few runs, didn't we? Yeah, like yeah. From sort of Margate across and a couple done here around Gate. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was it was good, but I'm getting back into it now. Obviously, lockdown's easing. It's lighter out. I've got no excuses, really. I'm going to be around the corner as of next week, yeah, mate, no, so I'll be yeah. not running past your house. Come on, Mo, get out here. I do need that, though. I do need that. And hopefully, you know, we can actually do some training back in the, in the gym downstairs. And kind of get that going again. It was fun. It was it was a good little outlet. So um, we've all we've all piled on the pounds over lockdown, though, mate. So there's no there's oh, no shame in there. I have as well. I think I've put on a stone. So we need to, we can shed it together, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just why look at me like that? <laughs> you look really pissed off at me. Yeah, no, we will. I do need a I need to kick up my fat ass and we can get going again. But. Yeah, slowly but surely. Little steps, mate. Little, little steps. steps. Little steps. No, it's, we're talking about it. That's a start. That's the start. But yeah, if I can do a 10K by the end of the year, that's my aim. Mate, you've said it on. We've got this. Yeah, no, that's my aim. Recording now. We've got the listeners on it. We can start a little they Instagram page. Yeah. Start football football drop podcast training. Training <laughs> session. I suppose we could do it on a regular thing on the Insta, couldn't we? Yeah, mate. You need to, I want to do a before and after photo of you. Oh, mate. I did one earlier. With my hair before I got uh, my mum to cut it for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had to get it done, mate. How is your mum? Yeah, she's all right. Yeah, she's all right. Well. Have you not? No. Yeah, let's, let's not, not diss my mum, shall we? We'll just move swiftly onwards. Did you? I just asked how she was, mate. Mate, you'll give me that look. No, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Right, let's move on. Let's move on. So, what was we talking about? FA Cup semis. Mate, we've been <laughs> waffling on for five minutes about <laughs> shit. Listeners, if, you've, if you're actually still there, we're sorry. We're, we're back on track. Uh, so, semis going to have 4,000 fans, which is great. That is good news. And then the Carabao Cup final, I think they were saying, which is a week later, I believe it is, they were saying they might have like double that. Oh, really? Oh, that's good. Yeah, and then up to 10,000, no, 20,000 rather, for the FA Cup final. Okay, yeah, so I've read about the last two rounds of the Premier League. They're extending or putting it back a week so they can get home fans into the home game for the last two rounds. Yeah, I think, I think that's up to 10,000 10, fans. 10, yeah, depending Which on is, capacity, isn't it? Depending on stadium capacity. Yeah, I think all but I think there's only one or two teams that can hold that, you know, safely yeah. without sort of risking you know, extra sort of infection rates and spikes or whatever. But I think that's a really nice touch for the Premier League to do that, considering finances the clubs more than anything else, mm. first and foremost, because a lot of clubs are suffering. No, Leicester posted losses a couple of weeks ago. Arsenal did the same. Yeah, uh, I think Chelsea posted losses as well. I think United have as well now. They're the teams that obviously rely on on your your, your fans coming in week in week out. 
Um, but I think from a fan perspective, it's music to our ears, isn't it? Oh, completely, yeah. And I, and I think you have to look at the other, the other clubs as well down down in the lower league. So if you look at Dover, I don't know if you've seen them in the news recently. That so they oh, yeah. in January they um, they decided they weren't going to play any more games. They were going to put all their staff on furlough, and oh, basically they were going to chuck it in. Yeah. So they, I think they had a they had a vote um, for the for the the national league. Um, and it was decided they were going to carry on, and I think I think it was them and, and maybe one or two other clubs who decided no, we're not, we're not, we can't do this, we can't financially afford this, and they just oh, okay. they've just been fined. I think it was forty k, deducted twelve points for next season. So they they there's no promotions or relegations, but the the season's going to continue. Right. Okay. And I just think, and I get what the football league are doing with that, where they're saying, you know, you've not fulfilled your fixtures between X day and X day, so that I think the league has finished now, actually. So yeah. between January and February, you didn't fulfil these fixtures. Um, but I, th- I do think it's really harsh to be finding a club of that size, 40k, deducting 12 points from next season for failing to field their, their team in the situation that we're in. Um, yeah, I, I agree. But I suppose from a general perspective... They've done a vote, and they lost the vote. You've got to kind of suck it up and deal with it. I know it's hard, and you know this. This is people's livelihoods. Yeah. You know, I, I, I you know, I completely understand the, the whole sort of furlough situation, having suffered with that myself. But oh, I don't know, it is a tough one. It it's is really a tough hard. one. It is, a, it is really hard because you want the fixtures to be fulfilled. Of course you do. But then you've got to look at the financial status of every single club. And maybe if maybe they could have looked at it as if one club didn't want to do it, then no no clubs did. But they they sort of they didn't look at it like that. And you sort of I don't think there is a right answer to be honest. But I think finding them, mm. yeah, I think I find club in financial difficulty unfair. to then find them. You're thinking I think the the owner has come out and said he ain't paying it. Good on him, I think. Good on him because I think there there would potentially be a case to dispute that and put it on hold for a number of years or yeah. set up a, a payment plan of some kind, perhaps, I don't know. Um, but it does, I mean, they have to take into account, as you said, the size of the club. You know, Dover is not exactly uh, a Manchester United no. behemoth, is it? No. So you've got to take into account, obviously, the size of them, but the infrastructure of what the club actually has as well around them. You know, Dover doesn't have a massive catchment area. No. It's not in the heart of London or the heart of any city. You know, essentially, it's it's a it's at the bottom of the motorway, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's it. And yes, it's easy to get to. You know, I've, dri- I've driven past the stadium a few times. But you only go past it if you know it's there. Because mm. it is a little bit off the beaten track to a degree. But you wouldn't just be like, oh, I'm going to pop down and go see Dover. It's yeah. not something that you would do. So I think from a club for, for that perspective, it is harsh. But you're right, there is no right or wrong. There's no, everyone's going to be, or someone, sorry, is going to be a loser out of it. Yeah, no matter what. No, I agree. And but I think if you look at so if you look at Dover posting, what you know the things that they've been doing, losses, um, deductions, just not fielding their team, putting them on furlough, and then you look at the clubs like Arsenal posting a loss, mm. and then you think of all of the clubs in the middle, football, you know, could be on its knees. Oh, potentially. I mean, you've got the ninety-two clubs of the the official leagues, and. Let's say what 80, 85 of them are struggling, yeah, or having some more, sort yeah. of negative impact to the point where they're yeah. thinking, What's going to happen? We need to make significant cutbacks. Then you also you've got the women's football league side of things, 
Had a women's Super League. Of course, yeah. Still going ahead. Being televised on the BBC a little bit more now, isn't it? And Sky Sports. And Sky Sports. Sports. Which is great. But ironically, I had a, a bit of a debate with Laura the other day about this. Talk about sort of the, the inequality in sports and whatever. Um, and the big thing that started was that Enia Luko. Oh, yeah. So she's a big sort of activist on more black players coming into the game, um, sort of being in the first team stuff, which, I mean, from my perspective, I've got no qualms about that at all. I don't think, it, it, I mean, it shouldn't make a difference what bloody skin colour you are. But the points that I disagree with her for was the uh, comments about the England women's football team, saying that there was only, I think there was only one, uh, I think there's only one player that was from a sort of Bain background. And she's like, oh, there should be more people being sort of represented, which, yes, I agree with. But if you're not good enough to get in the team, you know, you, you, chose, you choose a team to win the games and win the league or the competition that you enter, surely. So is where do you draw the line of bringing players into the fold because of your, your background, your skin colour, or whatever it may be? Now, is that right? So Laura and I had a bit of a debate on it. I don't, I don't think uh, any Luco is right there to say that personally. Now that's just my opinion. I think it's a case of you choose the best players that can win you in the game, week in, week out. Yeah, ideally you should. But there's that, yeah, there's that bias there, isn't there? It's, it's opening a big can of worms, isn't it? Talking about that, and you're not going to solve it today. But then, oh you, no, of course not. You look at the background. So if you're looking at predominantly Bain players. You know, maybe they're coming from a um, you know, an, an underprivileged life in terms of a white player, and and are they going to get the same chances that a white player would get? So coming through, so the quality's there, yeah. but are they being developed? Oh, I completely agree. And I think that it's more of a grassroots level and, and club level issue. I think when you're on the international stage, I don't think that should ever be coming into effect at that higher higher level. Yes. Yeah, you know, unless it is a case of there are people of a Bain background banging in 20, 30 goals a season for three seasons, four seasons in a row, and they're not getting picked. That's what 100% is a massive issue there then. But I don't think that's the case. You know, I don't think anyone's been specifically left out or dropped because of those reasons. It's just a case of they might not be hitting the, the dizzying heights of other players at the moment. Mm. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not an expert. I'm just sort of reading a, a general overview of it and the articles that, have been available on sort of the major news outlets of you know BBC, Sky Sports, and uh, I think it was the Guardian I read one as well. Heavy so, topic, heavy topic. It is a heavy there's topic. A lot, there's a lot there, but I think what you can. But really... people need to talk about it. You know, we do need to to bring that to the forefront. It, oh, you know, it's a big yeah. thing at the moment, um, and it seems ludicrous that it's not been a big thing before. Yeah, I think same well. as women's football. You know, this is what started the the sort of conversation with Laura. You know, they, the Women's Super League is is getting pretty big now. And obviously you've got Megan uh, Rapino or Rapino. I'm yeah, not yeah. quite trying to say her yeah. name, uh, from the USA captain. She's campaigning for equal pay and equal this, equal that. And, you know, equal pay and work, I completely agree with. You know, they are just as capable of, of doing a job as a man would be at, at football or whatever. But I think sport is a different thing altogether because you've got, it's not just sport. You've got all the sponsorship rights. You've got the TV rights. You've got so much more involved, and that's what plays. Sorry, that's what pays salaries. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you're right. So equal pay, as much as you should agree with it, and I do agree with it. You can't justify that yet until it's at the level. 
But Sky Sports doing a fantastic thing of promoting Women's Super League, the Women's um, Champions League, uh, as well as internationals as well. You know, BBC, as you as you rightly said, are doing exactly the same. So I think it's a it's a it's a good thing, and it's it's steady progress. It is far too late to be doing it. Yeah, they should have been doing this, you know, decades ago. It was always the FA Cup final, wasn't it? Always the Women's FA Cup final on TV, and that was it. You didn't really get any other game on there, so it's it's good that that's coming through. And obviously, it's great that you've mentioned that because. I don't know if you saw, but Arsenal actually won at the weekend, didn't they? Three 0 Did Joe? You know I uh, I did see this. Did you see that? Yeah. Uh, I did share it on my Instagram. You did yeah. Who did we play? Some small club, wasn't it? Uh, small team in North London. I think it was. Um, it was Tottenham Hotspur was ladies. Tottenham, wasn't it? Of course it, it was. was. Yeah. So, so North London is is all all red. It's just red. It's completely just red. red. Solid red. Solid red. Solid, Solid red. red. Yeah. Sorry, Spurs fans. Yeah. We do need to ease up on them, don't we? Well, when when they when we've, they can allow it, yeah. When they've got losing. we've got one loyal listener, and she is a Tottenham fan. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I mean, she does take it. She does take the banter. Um, so yeah, fair play, excellent Alex. Football knowledge as well. Excellent, excellent football, football knowledge. knowledge. We appreciate it. I think we'll get her on in a few weeks once we can actually have people round. Yeah. And it would be good to get her in on the, the women's football debate, equal pay and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's a good insight. Yeah. It's definitely a good insight. And I think from a, a sort of women's fan perspective as well, you know, I've had a conversation with her and, you know, especially on Twitter, obviously all the Twitter trolls that come about. Yeah. I know she, um, she sort of faced quite a lot of uh, abuse. Obviously, it's a hot topic for all footballers, race, nationality. Yeah, it's like, it's like the commentators, isn't it? Like Alex Scott, uh, you know, t- takes a lot. Yeah, Alex yeah, Scott's had loads. Place. Obviously, Wrighty's had loads himself for years. Ian, right? Yeah, Wrighty. Yeah, we talk about women, though. Yeah, but we talk about everyone, okay. not just women. Oh, okay. Yeah, not just women. Though. Okay, sorry. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a big thing, especially on Twitter. Uh, obviously, Thierry Henry is now he's quit, off social he? media. He's quit all social media. Fair play to him. Agree with what he's saying. I think if more people did it, 100%. maybe Twitter would take notice a bit more. Yeah, 100%, yeah. And you need to get all backgrounds on there. Men, women. Yeah, you do. You know, plain white, where, however. Yeah, just get everybody to be, you know, doing this and, and stopping all of this nonsense that's going off on there, these trolls. Just get off. Get a life. It's ridiculous. I, I understand a good debate, but why would you... I just don't understand what possesses someone to just abuse people for the sake of abusing them. Crazy. But it's the difference between having conversations with your friends and you take the mick out of them for whatever, but I mean, racial slurs, that's just a, it's a no-no. Okay, it? Especially in today's world. How can you get away with that? Or how can you think that's fine to do? Yeah. I just don't understand it. No, it's got a bit deep, mate. It's it has, it has. I think, there's a, I think there's a wider conversation that we can have there. Yeah, I think this, I mean, this is going to rattle on for months and years mm-hmm. now. Um, I mean, we've, we've sort of said our bit. I'm sure it will come up again. Um, predictions for Poland game. Oh, let's go. I think it's going to be an England win. To be fair, I reckon we might concede as well. So I'll go two one. Two one. Okay. Two one. I'm going to go for a one nil England. One nil England. Yeah. Who's going to be your scorer? Ah, who's going to be a scorer? Don't want to say Lingard. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna, he's mate, gonna score he's a hat gonna trick score now. Hat yeah, yeah. 
Perfectly um, placed, perfectly timed. I think it's going to be. I reckon it's going to be Maguire. It's going to head it. Maguire header. Hey, or a free kick. He's going to head it in. Fair play. I think Harry Kane will get one. Yeah, I think I'll probably eat my words and it will be Kane. Um, but I'm going to go throw a curveball and say Maguire one 0 win. Yeah. I think Mount will get another one. To be fair, I think it could be similar to or the same as. Mike. Yeah, yeah. Never uh, know. Albania. So whilst we're on the the topic of predictions, I know you're you're covering your face here, mate. Are you uh, do you just let the listeners know where we're at. Obviously, we did it a few weeks ago. We had the the predictions. Uh, I think I did it. I I did it all one week and then judged it the next and scored it. I think I got four out of ten. You got zero out of ten. Yep. And then that week, you decided to take it on yourself to do it, didn't you? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And last week, I said, oh, I'll just check and we'll do it next week. So what was the, the results then, mate? So the results are not in yet, unfortunately. Oh, they got No, nah, there were some technical issues and, and I thought, oh, what are the, you know. What was the technical issues? The, the technical issues were technically I didn't do it. <laughs> and right, the, okay. it's an international break. That's why. So I thought, oh, I'm not in the Premier League mood. I can't. I can't be doing predictions again. So we'll wait right, this okay. week. I'll write them down. I'll give the feedback next week. And uh, yeah, brilliant. I'm really glad that you've admitted live on air that you didn't do it. Yep. Yeah. Honesty is the best policy. It is. It is. Um, we did actually have. Uh, a couple of people on Facebook this week sending a couple of quizzes, didn't we? We did, yeah. Spudler, Stevie Sadler. He sent us in a couple of quizzes, didn't he? Number 10. I'll tell you what, actually, we did cock up a little bit, which really made me laugh because we were both replying from yes, the Football Job podcast. So I, I, you'd put a couple of... So it was the question I saw, was... Yeah, I saw the question of uh, name the number 10s that played. Is it the Premier League era? In the Premier League era for yeah. Arsenal. You'd put a couple. I then went back with a couple more. So I said Gallas. And then he'd said, oh, yeah, great shout, Gallas. And then you come back as Football Drop Podcast saying, oh, yeah, I forgot about Gallas after Football Drop Podcast had said Gallas. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. see, I see. So it must be like, what? You are, you said Gallas and they tell me you forgot about Gallas. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, I think you know him more than I do. So you'll probably have to message him. Um just say, yeah, sorry, that was my, my idiot co-host. He'll obviously be listening. Yeah. So, Steve Sadler, I apologise. <laughs> That's my fault for being an absolute dickhead. Um, but Gallas was a great shout. So I completely forgot. Yeah, Gallas, he was bloody yeah. number 10. Yeah. So, who was it in the end? So, it was Wiltshire, Gallas, Ozil. Obviously, Dennis Burkham. Dennis Burkham, of course. And then uh, Dennis Merson. There was, there was there's definitely more. I definitely remember more, but... Yeah, not off the top of my head. No, I we'll don't have to know have a look. But yeah, send us in more quizzes like that if you fancy it, and we can we can give you a shout out on the on the. I was going to say radio then, but this isn't on radio. radio. <laughs> this is the podcast. On the podcast, no, we're we're in the twenty first century. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was good though. So thank you for that, Steve. That was uh, that was a good shout. I like that. That was yeah. quite interesting. Yeah, mate. So yeah, if we can get a couple of them, maybe sort of eight, ten questions, um, sort of sent over in a message. Then one of us, well, I mean, we'll both probably see it and reply, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, but one of us can see it and write it down for next week. Um, I haven't actually got any games this week. No, I'm mate, no. I think, I think time's coming up anyway. International break. We can set something up next, maybe for next Maybe I can do something for next week. Yeah, if you want. Yeah. Yeah, go Says, on. He looks like, yeah, fuck off. I, like, do I, I like doing the games, but no, that's fine. Yeah. 
I just don't like to sound like an absolute idiot on the uh, on the podcast, and I don't know stupid questions. All right. Well, and I spoke to someone uh, when we did one of them for the Arsenal Man United lineups for the eight two. Mm. Uh, what was it Anderson? It was Brazilian, wasn't it? And I thought I just couldn't remember him. So one of our listeners, Gav, he was um, he he actually messaged him and was like, "It's Anderson, you fucking idiot!" <laughs> so he said he was screaming while he was listening to it. So it's fucking Anderson. So yeah, um, just so frustrating. So what we're saying is we're the wrong people to be doing this podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's why we don't want to actually have anyone on because they'll probably outdo us, <laughs> take over the podcast. Uh, but no, I think that's probably it for this week. Yeah, it's been a good one, mate. Yeah, thanks for coming around. Some good to- topics there, yeah. Cheers for the Pepsi Max. Yeah, it wasn't that, so awkward. I thought nah. it'd be a bit awkward, obviously. Yeah. I know we have the conversations, but when you record, it's always a bit weird. But I think we're over that now. Over that, yeah, yeah, it's good. I don't think the wind the wind didn't really pick up too much out here either. I think we got no. a good little spot. Yeah, it seems to be all right. Just kept our distance. Around the corner. You know, yeah, I think I think we're COVID secure. I definitely and... need to go in though, time freezing cold, mate. Ready so let's call week. this now. Happy and... Easter. Happy Easter. May have to do it virtually again. Yeah. Because we're all we're allowed to see family and, and other households. So I'll have to go and see my family. You'll probably see your family as well and and whatever. So have a good one and I'll speak to you soon. Yeah. Take care, guys. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 